When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman of the Steel Curtain Network, joined by Dave Schofield and Brian Davis. This is another 2023 NFL Draft recap show. We are recapping day two, rounds two and three. Dave, what's up? How's it going? Hey, I don't know about you guys. It's it's 20 after 11 Pittsburgh time. Wake up. This is exciting. This has been so much fun with the Steelers and their three picks today. And they gained another one tomorrow. My goodness. I'm 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 flying high. Let's let's go after this. All right, Brian Davis, welcome to the show. What's up? I am so excited. The Pittsburgh Bulldogs are going to be amazing next year. <laughs> At least you didn't say the Maulers. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't pick anybody from Mauler University, so. Yeah, um. well, I got to be honest. Like, when the Steelers traded the 80th pick back to 93, there were moments where I'm just like, oh, my gosh, can they pick? I'm, like, falling asleep. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, Darnell Washington, I am awake now. But Damn. before we talk about the specific players, I first want to ask, you have to start with this. You have to start with where the second round started. And that was that pick number 32. Everyone's sitting there. We're all waiting. Dave has his article ready to go for when the Steelers, if the Steelers trade, and they didn't trade the 32nd pick. Dave, were you surprised that Omar Khan did not trade that pick? No, I was not surprised. I was pretty adamant with the rest of the staff um in, in our zoom call with everything i even put it out there with some of the nfl ffsn guys that i'm like are the steelers going to trade this pick i said no i said they would have to get an amazing return but to me if you have a few players you're looking at at number 17 and one of them is sitting there at 32 someone has to blow you away to move out of that pick because is really a fourth or fifth round pick really worth not being able to get the guy that you would have considered taking at 17 had you stayed there? I don't think so. So the Steelers stayed. And some fans might not have liked that at the time, but my goodness, then look what they did later. And that makes it look even better with what they did. I'm glad they stayed there and got Joey Porter Jr. Yeah, um, Brian, we'll get to Brian in a second. Tennessee obviously traded with Arizona shortly after Pittsburgh made their selection with Joey Porter Jr., 
And I, I think that probably Tennessee, you know, they were going to move up. They were expecting some more picks to be exchanged, and Arizona did that. And I don't think Pittsburgh wanted to do that. They weren't about to give up another pick. Like they would trade the 32nd pick, but they weren't about to give up another one. Arizona, I believe, ended up giving up another draft pick. Steelers didn't have a lot of picks. Maybe that was it. Maybe they wanted more. I don't know. Brian, what were your thoughts about the Steelers not trading at 32? Well, this is where not having knee-jerk reactions is really good because Omar Khan thinks five steps ahead. And if you're thinking six, then he's going to add a seventh, eighth, and ninth. This is how quick this guy is. I think he is one of the smartest GMs in the league. I love him so far. I equated him to if Dumbledore from Harry Potter, who's a wizard, Tony Soprano, who's a gangster, and Yoda, who's really, really smart, had a baby together. And if they did, that's Omar Khan. Because th- <laughs> this guy's making magic. He's he's kicking ass and taking names. He's, I mean, my gosh, he's shaking, he's shaking you down for your lunch money. And when the Tennessee Titans come in and say, Yeah, we want Will Levis, we want this, we'll just do this. You know, as far as I'm concerned, the Cardinals really didn't get that much of a deal because, like you said, they gave some stuff up. Omar Khan. You hear me say it all the time, was not desperate. He knew they had somebody they loved, and this was a chance to go ahead and recoup. Now, they got Joey Porter, and what do they do? They go find that fourth-round pick later. They get that extra pick later. And for really giving up nothing. So, I, man, I tell you what, not that uh, I want my wife to leave me, but if she did, and I say this with a staunch record of heterosexuality, I'd still marry Omar Khan. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that if your wife ever left you, you're going to have Omar Khan arrange to have your next next wife because you could probably he could probably wheel and deal and get you something pretty. That's more respectable. I think we'll try that too. Is the reception going to be at the Beehive? Just so we can go ahead and reserve a Omar's classier than that. Something on Edison Avenue or something like that. All right, let's get this super chat here on the screen. Tom plays games, gives us two dollars. Said three of the guys I've wanted have been picked. I'm happy now. Just so you know, Tom plays games. That is used to that was that was Tom Muir. If you remember, Tom Muir would give us okay. all the stuff. Yeah, he told us yeah, last what night happened to, what happened to Tom's face. Yeah, What's he had to change that? something with his YouTube. So no, I'm just <laughs> thanks yeah, for yeah, yeah, shaming for Tom. Stop that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> If you're watching live on YouTube, you get it. Thanks, Mean Joe gives us $5. Says, how is Darnell Washington still available? Shocked he fell to the Steelers. Help to our run game? Yes. Uh, We'll get to that for sure. Thank you for the tip. We appreciate it. Uh, So let's go and start with the first selection. 32nd overall, the Steelers take Joey Porter Jr. Should have shocked absolutely no one. And talk about a feel-good story. And I know that... You know, people will say, you know, the romantics out there with the stories and the backdrops and all this, the, the different narratives that surround these players. And sometimes you get players that come from a really hard luck circumstance. In Joey Porter's case, well, we all know who his father is. Let's talk about Joey Porter Jr. as a football player. Dave, when he's added, you added the cornerback that some people mock to the Steelers at 17. How excited were you at the pick at 32? I'm I'm happy that they that they just took who they wanted to have there. You had so much time to think about it. So so Jeffrey Benedict asked me, well, what are you going to do if they don't take Joey Porter Jr.? I'm like, uh, then that means they like someone even better than him. They got who they liked who was still there. My big thing with Joey Porter Jr. is man, the the length, the length with the, that he plays with and everything. Um, some people will say, oh well, he he. You know, too physical is it going to be a problem? He's another one of those. Like I said on the breaking news podcast, he's kind of polarizing, kind of like Kenny Pickett was last year. Oh, do you like the Pittsburgh kid or do you not like the Pittsburgh kid? Do you like the Penn State guy that whose dad played for the Steelers or do you or do you not like him? Not, I don't see a lot of lukewarm Steelers fans when it comes to Joey Porter Jr. Some of them either really like him or really don't. And of course, the three people on on Steel Curtain Network staff that don't like him ended up doing the round table for the pick. Yeah, if yeah. I would have known that, I would have switched it to Wilbar, and uh, that's because <laughs> they like him. I, I had yeah. no clue. But they were objective. I'll give yes. them that. 
Well, here's my thing. You follow social media, you follow the fan narrative out there. Boy, did people change quickly. This was like one of those heel turns in wrestling where it's like everyone <laughs> loves the guy, and then all of a sudden something happens, and you're like, whoa, we hate him now. That's exactly what it felt like, not from everyone, but from a large contingent of the Steelers fan base that, so I don't know, it's like did everyone just kind of turned against him well, and jumping off the bandwagon. There, there were some people that were like, I didn't like him at 17. Oh, but I feel much better now that it's 32. He didn't change. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Good, Brian. So that's what I was planning on talking about. I'm glad Dave brought that up because this is the Terrell Edmonds factor all over again. Now, Terrell Edmonds is no longer in the team, but you you just think about this. What a great favor the Steelers actually did Joey Porter Jr. here because not picking him in the first round. Joey Porter Jr. actually thought when they traded up to the 14th pick, rumor has it that he thought it was him. And it wasn't. I'm sure he was disappointed. And then he dropped, and then he left the uh, left the uh, the draft in Kansas City and went back to the hotel or the Beehive or wherever he goes, um, KC Beehive. I don't know if they have one. But with that being said, the reason this is a huge favor to this guy is now he's a second round pick, and you don't have that weight of being a first rounder on your shoulders. So it's not all or nothing. And you still have that big shadow in the background that is Broderick Jones that could carry that load of being the first round pick. So, you know, I know everybody wants to be that first round pick, but it's not a bad thing for Joey Porter Jr. Because the expectations aren't as lofty. They're still going to be there, but you're not damned with being a bust at number one where you can be a really good player and not a superstar at number two and uh, still be in the fans' graces. Lee's a little chip on your shoulder, too. And and yeah. it was pretty crazy that Joey Porter Jr. and his family, they had just gotten back into Pittsburgh, and they had just gotten home when the pick was made. And, hey, I, I'm a big first impression guy. You know, I've, I've said that to my own children, to when I coach to my players. The fact that Joey Porter Jr. In, on a, what is it, Friday? Is it Friday? Yes, it's yeah. Friday. Okay. Uh, on Friday night, instead of saying, I'll see you all tomorrow on Saturday for my press conference, he drove down to the facility and did it then. I mean, first impressions are huge. For the media, they probably loved it. Um, I think I know for as a fan, I thought it was really cool to see it there to see the fan reaction at stage AE for Cam Hayward's podcast. He had a draft party. Holy cow, the place went nuts. I mean, it was. You can only imagine what Akershore Stadium will be like if the dude comes down with an interception. So uh, Joey Porter Jr. was the pick at 32, and everyone's kind of wondering, oh, my gosh, are they are they going to trade? They did not trade. And so the next selection was pick 49. And so you're watching, and there's certain names that are coming off the board. The Steelers end up selecting a defensive lineman out of Wisconsin named Keanu Benton. They have had a lot of interest in this young man, and this goes all the way back to pre-senior bowl and senior bowl. I remember writing the article. It was like a one-off that I saw a quote that Keanu Benton said that Mike Tomlin told me, quote, I'm on their radar. And I wrote the article, and people said, you know, who is this guy? Well, yeah, they end up drafting me in the second round. Dave, what did you think about Keanu Benton? He was someone who was tied for the Steelers for so long. I was constantly looking at him anytime I ran a mock draft simulation. I didn't want to take him at 32. Um, but sometimes that's where I would see him. Because doing doing the mock draft Monday articles, I would I would generally look at who the Steelers took at 17 and who would be left at, at 32. He was a guy that sometimes was to the Steelers at 32. They got him at 49. He's a nose. If, if Steelers fans would have been saying, I want that nose tackle that just sits in the middle and stuffs the run. This is what you got here. He is a nose tackle that that's where he'll start. I, was it was it Terrell Austin that said that's where he's going to be to start, but that's not where he's going to necessarily be locked into forever. Meaning you put him at nose tackle, you play, you do your job, you, you play great at nose, and eventually you work into the rotation at defensive tackle in sub package. Love that idea. To me, he could start sooner than anybody else in this draft so far. Because he could be out there. Well, of course, it depends if the Steelers start in in their base package or not. But I, I, he very well 
can step right in in the, in the base package, three, four nose tackle. Um, they don't have to throw him in there, but it, it kind of like a Javon Hargrave show that you're ready. And the Steelers don't have to hold you back. They, oh my goodness. They put Martavis Adams, sorry, Martavius Adams out there the, the week they picked him up off the practice squad back in 2021. So that's, it's a position that you could do that. I think he could be there. Um, fairly early, but then again, you're not having to load him down with snaps as a rookie. Um, if you just pretty much keep him at nose tackle, if he shows that he can do the job, uh, love the pick. Uh, Cause I think it can, it can help the Steelers right now. Um, but based on what position it is, like I've said before, you know, sometimes the Steelers want to slow play their, their, I mean, not completely slow play, but not start their first round picks right in week one. Oh, but but they did with Najee Harris. That's because he played running back. That's a position you could do that. Nose tackle in the in the second round. That's a guy you could put in there right away. So you think he could start over uh, or sooner than Broderick Jones? Because last night you were pretty confident that he'll start a good many games. Well, I'm telling you, I would not be shocked at all if, like I said, it did, whether you call it starting the game, because it depends on if they start in, in a in sub package or not, but I could see him being the nose tackle week one because okay. he's not going to have to be out there every snap anyway. And, 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 and he could, he could handle it as long as he shows that he's ready for the NFL. I think because of the position he plays, it's easier to, for him to get on the field in that position sooner. All right, Brian, what are your thoughts on the uh, Keanu Benton selection? Everybody wants the next Casey Hampton in the, in the middle there. If the Steelers get the next Joel Steed, or the Steelers get the next Javon Hargrave, then they've got a major upgrade to that defensive line. I don't really actually with this pick, I think Montrevious Adams is going to be uh, is not going to stick with this team that much longer because this guy, he is a fierce run stopper. He's got a 315, uh, 311 pounds, 315, something like that. He's six, four. He's just uh He's a nice fit in there for uh, and with the guys around him like Ogan Joby, like Cam Hayward. Sure, he's not going. I mean, he might not start right away. He could get in there, but he seems like he's got, man, he's got a lot of uh, excitement about him. And you know, I think he is a high motor and he wants to achieve and he wants to get in there. Uh, he is very motivated, is what I'm trying to say. But I'm really tired right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I said this because obviously I'm writing the articles for the website and I've always tried to change my tweet for my personal Twitter account. And I said, yeah, I saw this one coming a mile away. And if, if he was available, I felt the Steelers were going to pick him. They're, they're pretty transparent about some of their picks every single year. Sometimes it's round one. Najee Harris is an example. This was one where if I knew if Keanu Benton was available and there wasn't some other, you know, they had to take him way higher up they clearly like the guy that they would not have spent as much time uh, on him if they didn't like him, but still let's take a look now. So round two, that's it for the Steelers. I'm sorry. No, it was that. Three? Yeah, that was it. Yes. Round three is when things get crazy. Go ahead, Dave. What were you going to say? Oh, no, I just assumed you're taking a break. <laughs> no, not yet. Oh, not okay. Yet. Not yet. Okay. So actually we know we could take a break. Let's take yeah. a break. We'll we'll talk about round three, the craziness, the trade, the the giant of a man. Well, if you're watching on Facebook, Twitter, or on YouTube, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Otherwise, listen to a word from our sponsors. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Steeler fans. We are back. Talking round three. Round three was when the Steelers were supposed to pick 80th overall. And all of a sudden, we're all waiting. Who was the pick? Who's the pick? Trade. Uh, and they make a trade. Carolina, correct? Yes. At yeah. number 80. So they take 80. Pittsburgh moves back to 93. And they recoup a late fourth round pick. Dave, do you have that number? What that is? Yes, it's one, 132. 132. They so moved the from Steelers, 80 yeah. to 93 and added 132. Right. So and that's they, a Christian McCaffrey pick, too. There you go. We'll see MC action. So you're looking at it, and you're like, wow, okay, the, the Steelers move back 13 spots. Jeff almost falls asleep during that time period. And then <laughs> uh, they get the fourth, the fourth round pick. They lost a fourth round pick to move up and get Broderick Jones in round one when they traded with the New England Patriots. Nonetheless, in the third round, no one, I can honestly say that I don't think there's anyone that I read, listened to, talked to, any other means of communication thought that Darnell Washington tight end out of Georgia would be available at pick number 93. No one, anyone, if, if anyone's heard anyone say, Oh yeah, Darnell Washington is going to fall all the way to 93. I did not listen to them. But Dave, when, when he was there, we heard about the medicals. Is that concerning to you? It as. As a large person myself, I'm going to say somewhat because being a big dude, when you start to have some knee issues, they don't really go away because you're the, it's just that you're big and your knee has to work. Your knees have to work extra hard to deal with the, the, the fact that you're a big guy. I, I think of um, Greg Odom in the NBA that just, had the knee problems, but he was such a big guy. He could never really um, um, amount to, to do much of anything. Does that mean that that's what's going to happen with Darnell Washington? No. So I'm saying it's a concern, but if you're taking a guy at 93, that some thought was going to be, you know, be taken at the end of the first round or early second round, because you're taking a flyer on his knees. I'm fine with that. I really am. So I'm not saying that it's not concerning. But I am saying that I'm. I, I still really like the pick. Okay, Brian. Just about the measurables, or not the measurables, the medicals. Hey, there was rumors, at least floating around, for one of the reasons why Darnell Washington fell as far as he did. Was there some questions about knee health, Brian? Does that concern you? Of course it does. However, you still pick the guy. I was rooting for them to pick him while everybody else was letting them go by. The one thing that I thought is they know more than I do. And, you know, we've seen so much intelligence out of Omar Khan, Andy Weidel, Mr. Rooney, Mike Tomlin. We we've seen this and they're willing to take a flyer on it. So I'm going, I've believed so much, especially in the last, uh, just the last three months and everything that they've done. So of course it's going to concern me because you never know, like Dave said, I mean, I remember Greg Odom. I mean, I, I realize that that can happen, but you're in a position right now with the tight ends where you have, of course, Pat Frymuth, you have Zach Gentry there. You even have, even though they've mentioned him as, as a, a fullback now, you have Connor Hayward, and then you can kind of ease him in and not, not uh, overtax him right away because you need to get him in the starting lineup. 
it's uh he's going to he's going to get moved in but it's going to be a slower prog progression for him because of what's in front of him this was a this is a great pick for the future this is the great pick to uh protect the fact that you worried about you're worried about concussions with Pat Fryermuth but you you've seen what he can do and i remember the day that eric green was drafted and i'm like who he's he came out of liberty i had no clue who this guy was and uh, all these people now are talking about how he's a more athletic eric green and if you can get that out of him for a few years and maybe more in the than you uh you those knee injuries don't rear their its ugly head then then you're okay you so i mean i love the pick here this makes four top 50 picks for the Pittsburgh Steelers in that they got in 93 in 93 picks and it's just absolutely amazing and not only got, they got that they got the uh they got a fourth rounder back yeah so a lot of people were asking or some, I saw some someone asked in the live chat did he participate in the combine so I went to our BTSC behind the steel curtain uh big board which is a website you go to btsebigboard.com it's actually a really cool website and they actually have his combine results so he for in terms of height and weight six foot seven inches 265 pounds believe it or not that I mean, that's not big, that heavy no it's that not that heavy that's, that's exactly that what i was gonna that say tall. dave that's not no. that's exactly what i was gonna say you know like he just looks bigger doesn't he yeah I mean, two, <laughs> 265 but he's six seven so look at let's let's look at you know arm length 34.4 40 yard dash he ran the 40 and four six i mean think mm -hmm. about that for a six seven individual to run the 40 and four six he had 21 reps on the reps on the bench press his vertical leap was 31 broad jump 122 didn't do the three cone and a shuttle of 4.1 so pretty remarkable and then when you're looking at rankings on the various built uh, big boards so he was 33 on the btsc uh, 68 pff 34 cbs 40 mcshea nfl uh, 36 sporting news 44 bleacher report 26 the athletic 34 draft network 39 they got him at 93 like that's what's crazy. That's what's really crazy for me. And, you know, a lot of people are, you know, wondering about his physical stature. And I understand that. But the Steelers had him on a on a top 30 visit. I believe it was towards the end of that cycle when they had, you know, you have, there's a deadline where you have to have that done. So they, they, do, they do medical checks on those visits, and that's part of it. So clearly they're at least comfortable enough. And you have to ask yourself too, with the tight end room that the Steelers have of Fryermuth, Gentry, Hayward, how much are they going to need him to be used right away? You know, could they take it easy? We'll see. We'll see. Snowman gives us $5. I'm going to get this on the screen here. I'll get to you, Dave. Uh, he said, are the Steelers moving Connor Hayward to fullback? Is that why they drafted a tight end? Um, I, I do know that Matt Canada, who did surface signs of life today, press conference after the pick of Darnell Washington, he did say that uh, Connor Hayward is is probably going to be playing more fullback uh, this upcoming season. So that might be the end of the Derek Watt tenure in Pittsburgh. Uh, but nonetheless, when you get a player who's kind of like an extra tackle, you know, everyone always says the same thing about Zach Gentry, right? He's the blocking tight end. You talk to people who are offensive linemen that follow the, those things. What do they say? He's not that great of a blocker. Uh, Darnell Washington comes in is just as big as Zach Gentry and is already a better blocker and he's used to Broderick Jones being right next to him. I saw some video before yeah. we went live on Twitter of those two guys. Holy crap. I mean, those, those two giant human beings, those poor defensive backs and linebackers, they don't stand a chance. So Dave, what were you going to say? I didn't want to cut you. Oh, I was going to say the Steelers have had four picks so far in the draft and going back to, before the draft started, if you were looking at what the Steelers got, I, in essence, feel like they got two 17s and two 32s with what they actually got in players. Yeah. They got two yeah. players that I would have been great with at 17 and two players that I'd have been great with at 32. And you know, some, something that we said on uh, our Zoom call, as a staff, we kind of do a Zoom call during the draft so we can all talk about things. Yeah, everyone's like, ah, oh, the picket fence. They're building the picket fence. Yeah, Kenny Pickett has to be unbelievably happy with what the Steelers have done. But you know who should be really happy? And I said this in the Zoom call is Najee Harris. Najee Harris has to be like, are you 
Thank you. Thank you, Andy Weedle. Thank you, Omar Khan. Maybe for a few times a game, I won't be contacted in the backfield when I get the football. But Brian, I'll give you a chance to say anything you want about the acquisition of Darnell Washington. All right. So I'm going to go back in time a couple of years. Let's go back to 2019. Dave Schofield and I are on December 15th of that year. We're at Heinz Field. We're spooning, watching the game together in <laughs> in snow. And he keeps on complaining about something. And I it wasn't a complaint because I agreed with him. He's like, they telegraph everything. Every time they say that Zach Banner is eligible, they're giving away the play. Now, you have a tight end that could be an extra lineman there. And you can still disguise some things and throw a pass there. And you are not showing your hand. So that's what I love about this so much. This guy, man, it's going to be exciting. Uh, somebody mentioned, maybe it was you, Jeff, that mentioned that they, they had a basketball team now. And it's it's kind of like that. I, I really love what this offense, what they've done with this offense and what they've done with the defense. But Darnell Washington, he was kind of a darling of a lot of people. And they brought him in. I, I was ecstatic. I yelped. And it was late. I woke people up. And that's fine because they'll get used to it because I get paid to do this. So, but the bottom line to the whole thing is everything seems to come up in the NFL draft in the last week. Nobody was really making a big stink about the knees. You might have heard it here and there that he had a problem with it, but this was not a big deal until this week, it seemed, especially in the mock drafts that I saw, especially when you let Dave listed on how these guys, how he was ranked everywhere. So th this comes up. This is the equivalent of saying somebody has a character issue the week of. This is this is watching a guy drop because uh, you have a video of him with a gas mask, a whole lot of smoke. You know, I mean, it, it's really funny. You wait until draft week to bring up the reason why he's not good because guess what? It's an excuse sometimes with the media and fans to say, oh, here's the reason why our team didn't pick him and let him slide. And then Pittsburgh goes and picks him up in 93. So I got to tell you, they, there's a lot of smoke right now. But really, shouldn't this have been out a big deal six weeks ago at the Combine? Yeah. And it wasn't. Yeah, and that's what's kind of crazy about this is you heard – I didn't hear anything about this no. until, honestly, tonight because they were trying to explain why he hadn't been picked yet. And they mentioned that it might not even be a thing. It might not be a thing at all. That could have been just speculation. Do you know what could have been the reason why he wasn't drafted sooner? It could be this. 45 receptions, 774 yards, three touchdowns. That's his entire three-year career. He only had 28 receptions, 454 yards, and two touchdowns this past year. Now, now I will say that when I say his entire three-year career, it really equates to about two years when you look at the games that he played. He's not, he wasn't utilized as a big threat in their passing game. He was utilized as a blocker a lot and someone that could be an option in the passing game. So that could have been part of the problem as well. I don't see that as a problem because to me that already says more production than Zach Gentry. Yeah, no, you're right. And and it's 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 unique because you're it's kind of like the Andrew Billings thing. We all remember that draft where everyone's like, oh, they're gonna get Billings, oh, they're gonna get Billings, and he just keeps falling and falling and falling. I think it was a knee problem for him. Uh we'll see. We shall see. And I'm sure that he's gonna be flying into Pittsburgh this weekend. Uh, and I'm sure they're going to have him in front of the media and they'll be able to answer questions themselves. Steel Dog 88 gives us $2. Thank you for the tips. And thoughts on the upcoming fourth round pick, Nick Herbig, brother of Nate Herbig, who's on the Steelers. Uh, yeah, he's a Wisconsin linebacker. He's still on the board, but the fourth round pick is now interesting. They get that back. Just so we're all clear, in round uh, day three, rounds four through seven, they only have three picks, fourth round and two seventh. So unless somehow they trade the fourth round pick and turn it into a fifth and a sixth or a couple six, I don't know. Not a lot of action going to be happening there on day three, but 
What do you think is an approach uh, going into this uh, upcoming day? Dave, we'll start with you. It's the approach on day three. Yes, sir. Um, Hey, we've got four great players that um, are, we're really happy with. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking as if I'm the front office. Um, let's see if someone really jumps off the page. There might be some positions where you need some depth, like, you know, edge rusher. Cause if not, you're going to have to address it, um, in, in free agency still, um, or unless they really are planning on moving to Marvin Leal there to be more of his primary role, which I'm not saying they are. I'm just, they aren't saying at all what they're doing with the Marvin Leal. So other than something like that kind of position, it's just really, all right, let, let's see where we can create more competition because now thinking that anyone's going to, to, to step in and be a huge contributor after, after round three, the Steelers technically let's go ahead and say it. They have two fourth round picks because technically they have one from last year. Yes. I took your line bad. You're welcome. Is that they took Calvin Austin because with no Calvin Austin third last year, it's like having an extra fourth round pick this year. So uh, don't take another wide receiver in the fourth round because people will be like, you have two fourth round receivers. Uh, I'm not even saying that. I don't even care what positions they go with. If there's someone you like, get it. Go get them. Um, to, to me, the Steelers have already done a great job with this draft. I th- felt that this draft was more about quality than quantity is what the Steelers needed. And to me, they got the quality. I don't care about the rest of the quantity. All it can do is maybe get me excited more or say, hey, they'll take a shot, take a flyer. And if it doesn't work out, oh, well. There you go. Brian, Any anything to add about that oh. fourth round thought? Absolutely. Everything Dave said and then some, and here's the then some. Listen here, check this out. You're going to call me lazy. That's fine. I don't care if they make another pick past the fourth round. Let's make that, (laughs) let's take that fourth round pick and hey, go ahead. Maybe you trade up in the fourth round and get rid of those two sevens and we can all go to Applebee's or something. See, now you're taking my line. Like I took yours. Yes. Okay. Well, I I didn't even. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Actually, I didn't know you said that because, oh, there's so much congestion on those calls. Um, Everybody's talking over each other. And uh, Andrew has to tell everybody where every single player was on his board. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Fourth wall broken down. I'm sorry. I love the guy. That dude can get no respect. He's like Rodney Dangerfield of the Steel Curtain Network. Oh, but he's he's smart as a whip, man. I I love that we have him. But you know, here's the thing. I talked yesterday about being four for four, and why why be four for eight? So if they end up being four for five or five for five, hey, call it a day. I'm fine with it. I really don't care if Tyler Matakevich comes to town in the seventh round. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's nice to have those picks, but I want to trade out of the fourth round to get a fifth or a sixth when you can still get a really good player in the fourth round. So with that, don't do anything. Just keep what you're doing. And we're not used to having the smartest guy in the world running our team. And that's what's happening. We're cheering for Omar Khan. And I know I put him up on a really high pedestal. In fact, if you go into my living room right now, there's a picture of all three of my kids and then Omar Khan. And <laughs> in fact, I super, I, I called his parents and I got a picture of him as a baby and I superimposed him on the, one of my, on Connor's picture. Me holding him. I mean, that's, that's how much I love this guy right now, but you don't need to do anything else right now. You don't have to. Take that fourth round pick and whatever happens in the seventh. In fact, you know, Omar Khan and Mike Tomlin, they could go to Applebee's or the Beehive. It won't matter because you know what? They could say, hey, Sheldon, get some experience. There you go. Let Sheldon White do it. You talk about putting him on a pedestal. My gosh, you said you were going to marry him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm in love with As as heterosexual as you can say that. (laughs) You said you would marry another man. So there you go. Staunch record Uh, of heterosexuality. George Costanza. There you go. Yeah. Not there's anything wrong with that. All right. <laughs> uh, Felicia, Felicia gives us 
Five dollars. Welcome back, Felicia. I haven't seen you in a while. Hey, she Felicia. Said, there you go. If we thought hey. Jalen Warren was a beast with the little help he had, now Jalen can really eat up the field with that pick. Yes, Najee, Jeff, I agree. I think the running game could be one of the most improved aspects of the Steelers offense in 2023. Everyone's going to talk about Kenny Pickett, rightfully so. I'm not taking anything away from him, but it it because it's becoming very clear how the Steelers want to win. They want to win by running the ball, controlling the clock. In other words, take the second half of 2022 and try to duplicate it for a 17-game schedule. And Felicia's gave a, another $5. She said Chase was the gift that kept giving. He announced his replacement in George Pickens, which is funny. He did make that pick last <laughs> year in the draft. And with the trade, we got Joey Porter Jr., that's the first time I really thought about that. That was Chase Claypool for Joey Porter Jr. I just, yeah. you know, I'm I'm so far removed from the from from Claypool that sometimes I forget that's where that pick. Brian's gonna have to say something about Omar Khan. Go ahead, Brian. No, no, it might be a little too <laughs> premature, but I'm doing it already. Joey Eugene Porter. Oh, wh- whoa, 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 wow, whoa. <laughs> that's not my Batman cop. Okay. <laughs> Uh, for the family guy fans out there. So middle name madness is for those that have earned it. Like we don't even say Cam Hayward's middle name. I don't know why, but we what? don't. Cam Phillips Hayward? We say it all the time. We never said I, I've said Phillips it at least four times. So it's bad. I keep forgetting it. I, I, yeah. I, I've said it, but then I forget it. But That's a rarefied error, though. And but this guy's never even played a snap. But the more you know that I did the other day. I because I just was lazy. I just said, let's do everything Joey Porter. So I had to do the <laughs> Joey Eugene Porter. And so we talk about senior. You want to talk about yeah. senior? Because yeah, he's junior. He's got to have the same middle yeah, name. So, okay. so that's that's yeah. why it's kind of there because he's junior. It is so. kind of there. I get yeah. it. Joey Gene. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we've done middle names without someone who's like a mainstay. I don't you know, know Broderick Jones's middle name. The middle well, we, it was wasn't it Kenneth Shane Pickett right off the bat last year? Oh yeah, and we that... knew it beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> That's different. He's a quarterback. He's the quarterback man. Like the quarterback man. It's my quarterback. It's my... This draft is so much fun. I, I got oh. the middle name for we don't have Broderick. To use it. Yeah, but for later, it's Broderick Bernard Jones. Have we Bernie. have we ever said a middle name for any offensive lineman? Uh, I don't think so. Mar- yeah, Mar- Marquise Lashawn. Yeah, I've never said that. Like I, I wouldn't know that. I've no, never actually, said no, that's wrong because <laughs> we have said the middle name because the middle name is Marquise. It's yes. Lashawn Marquise. Yes. Probably. Got it. Yeah. I know Christopher Lynn Boswell. <laughs> we all know Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger, but Trent Jordan Watt. Yeah, Najee Jerome Harris. So. <laughs> and then I can't pronounce it, but Minka, Minka, Anani, Anane. I gotta ask. I gotta meet him just to ask. Well, him isn't Najee's actually Mazee? Mazee, remember he cussed. Yeah. He, he cussed me out on that video, <laughs> which was hysterical. No he, no, he didn't cuss you out. No, he, he was speaking to you nicely, but using profanity. He, he yeah, he was nice, but he was using yeah. For the, but he was accusatory. You're the one blanking up my name. Yeah. Like, no, it's not me. This guy's in his 20s. I'm 49 years old at the time. And I'm like, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's do some final thoughts from day two. Dave, go ahead. I'm good. I'm no, not good about final thoughts. I'm good with this Steelers draft. I mean, I don't know what they could do to make me not like it at this point. The, there's yeah. it's not like oh they blew it in the fourth round I, I now i don't feel very good about this draft no no they they knocked it out of the park in the picks that matter most this is this is what carries us from april to august this right here this is great this is fun let's keep riding this high all right brian go ahead final thoughts all right, this is going to be unpopular, but I got to say it. This is a Baltimore Raven type draft in the Ozzie Newsome, Eric DaCosta type mold because every time you watch the draft and you're going up against those guys in purple, they pick a guy that you want. And now I think the other teams are seeing Pittsburgh 
not only picking up names, but picking up names that fit and are right when you're like, oh, I remember like past years where like when Baltimore picks were like, oh, when Cincinnati would pick, we're like, <laughs> when Cleveland picks, we're just like, yeah, same old Browns. But this is one of those drafts that it's a very fan friendly right now. And it's, I mean, I know who all of these guys are, and I usually don't know who these guys, and Jeff even knew who some of these guys past the first round were, which is absolutely amazing. And he, that's not a rip. He admits it. So I I just really like what they've done here. I think Omar Khan, Andy Weidel, and even Mike Tomlin and and the Roonies have upped their game. They, they've changed the landscape. And with, I mean, look, the legacy of Kevin Colbert is fantastic, but this is a new era and they are really going for it right now. Somebody mentioned in the live chat that if these guys all hit that you could combine these guys for executives of the year. Look, I'm not going that far. I'm just saying right now that this is when you're talking about your wish lists, the Steelers never really get much that's on your wish list. This time around they did. And that's why I'm so excited and I'm giddy. There you go. Let's get the super chat here. Andrew Palladino. I think that's my buddy from West Virginia. He said any, he gave us nine 99. Thank you very much, Andrew. He said any concerns about not getting a stud inside linebacker, um, a more draft to be had, of course. Yes. Are we okay with a Landon and Holcomb back there? Incredible draft so far. I got shot in Denver. <laughs> that's right. That's none of it. That's the senior. That's senior. Um, Hell no. So, I got shot in Denver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joey, can you be quiet? Man, hell no. He shot me in Denver. <laughs> so uh, the inside linebacker class, I'm just going to lean on people like Andrew Wilbar and Jeremy Betts that know where these players ate at the cafeterias on campus and stuff and did all that stuff. They said that it was not a deep class for inside linebackers. I mean, once you got past the uh, – who's the uh, – was it Campbell? The Jack Iowa? Campbell. Yeah, yes. and he went first round. Uh, other than that, 18. it just wasn't wasn't 18. a very yeah wasn't a very deep class. I think that if someone like that would have been available at thirty two, it would have been an option. But he, you know, I guess they could have taken him with their first pick. Technically, like Dave said, he went eighteenth. Um, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But Dave, thoughts? I was going to say, I was told by many of Steeler fans and uh, those that are here at, with the uh, Steel Curtain Network in the live chat often that. Hey, inside linebacker isn't that big of a deal if you've got a strong defensive line and a and a strong secondary behind them. That it's one of the positions in there that isn't as important if you're really strong as those other ones. I'm not saying I completely buy into that, but if the Steelers added more more strength up the middle um in the middle of their defense, then to me, they got better at inside linebacker if someone like Keanu Benton can take on double teams and keep guys from getting to the linebackers. Brian, any thoughts? You know, those guys after free agency were considered an upgrade over what they had last year too. So that's something that you might not be sold on them, but if you feel like it's an upgrade over the Devin Bush-Miles Jack combination, then no, nah, I mean, I, I think you can you can get away with it and we haven't seen them together on the field yet. And it seemed like very cerebral players. So with building around them, like Dave Schofield said, by having those guys, you know, I feel fine with them. Let's also not forget Mark Robinson. Steelers yeah. see him every day. Maybe they have some hope that he can fill a specific role on this defense, not an every down starter, but you just don't know those things. We don't know. We won't know it until they actually get on the football field. So, all right, that does it for us. Uh, we will be back tomorrow after day three wraps up to wrap up the entire draft to see what happened, see what new players the Steelers bring in, and maybe even preview a few some undrafted free agents. In the meantime, I ask if you're listening this, watching this, wherever, make sure you find us on our audio platform. That's You can go to any platform and search Steel Curtain Network. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, Pandora, we're everywhere. Just search Steel Curtain Network. There's so many shows that are not simulcast on Facebook, Twitter, or on uh, YouTube. So check us out there. On all of your social media platforms, just search the same thing, Steel Curtain Network, and you'll find us. We appreciate it. Give us a like or give us a subscribe on YouTube. We do appreciate it. So, all right, that does it. Dave, why don't you send us out? Hey.
We'll see you tomorrow. Enjoy the draft. Everybody else gets a little tight. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.